Hey everyone, it's your girl, Dr. Viv, and I wanted to talk to the ladies today about your um, faith walk and about your relationships. Let me tell you, when you're single, you have to make some decisions. And it's not always easy because I got married young. Um, Well, I say young, but I got married at 21. And I I guess I didn't have enough time to be out there and just kind of date different people and just enjoy life. And so I did a lot of that um, within my marriage. You know, I was hanging out and doing all this kind of stuff that I shouldn't have been doing. Um, but, you know, it's not and, and I'm not saying that you don't have to. um I mean, that you have to stay in the house and you can't hang with your girls or your boys or whatever. I'm not saying that. But it's a different level when you become married. I mean, you just can't do what you did when you were single while you're married. Well, you can, but do you really need to do that? And how is that going to affect your marriage? And so those are some of the things that I want to talk to y'all about. But for my single ladies, let me tell y'all something. These guys are hilarious out here now because of course I'm a a widow and I am in a small town let's start there now I understand with the dating apps you can meet anybody from anywhere in the world I guess the problem with me is right now I have so much going on I'm taking care of my dad and and my daughter that I'm not really I want a man and I don't mean just any man. I want a relationship with a man of God where we can grow and build and be that God power couple together. So that's what I'm looking for. But right now, I'm just sitting still. Because for a long time, I was just antsy. Like, Lord, you know, this, that, and other. And, and so... It was just something came over me like, peace be still. You know what I mean? Like, just be still and wait on God's unchanging hand. And 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 I had to pray for God to give me the strength to be still. Because I promise you, I the same way I married my second husband was because I was antsy. I was tired of waiting. It'd been seven years since I was, you know, had been divorced. And I was like, Lord, I'm tired of waiting. So this man want to marry me. I'm going to go ahead and marry him. Now, mind you, I had just met Amen. And three months later, he asked me to marry him. No, no. Okay. Let me back up. Yeah, he did. But he first asked, well, you know, let's go ahead and move in. And my lease is running. Um, It's going to be up. Because, you know, of course, I had a house that I was buying purchasing it was my house and um he lived in an apartment and so what he told me was you know my lease is up in november now mind you we met on the phone in july met him personally in august and he wants to move in with me in november yeah ladies red flag red flag red flag red flag no uh, and the answer, and that was my answer. I was like, look, I don't even know you. I'm not going to move in with somebody I don't even know. And so I told him, no, you need to, you know, renew your lease. <laughs> Stay your behind right there because you're not moving in with me. And, you know, I had children too. 
at the time so nah i'm not moving a man i just met in with with uh you know to my house and you know and i know he would help you know pay the bills and everything but i didn't need any help you know what i mean god had blessed me you know with a job where i made you know good good money and plus i was getting money from my i mean i i was i, I didn't need money just to put it that way and so we dated on and off for a while, but it was the strangest thing. God kept telling me to leave him alone. Y'all, when I tell you that you tell my gift of discernment, you know, God protects me. God looks out for me. I'm telling you, he kept saying, leave him alone. That's not who I have for you. Leave him alone. And, you know, this is you know, small area and this slim pickings. I hate to say it. I love my, you know, men down here in the South, but slim pickings. And then I think, and I'm not saying this is just a Southern thing because I know Northern men cheat too, but I think the men in the South, especially from small towns, because there are so many women and there are not enough good men for them to date, these men will actually, you know, monopolize on that. You know, they're going to date you. They're going to sleep with you, you, and you. And then they're going to really date you. You know what I mean? And so that, to me, is the mindset. And around the military base. So you have the military base, which... You know, I was a part of the military life uh, for 14 years. So um, I know because I was a military spouse and, you know, the, the men all or women, whoever's in the military, always gone in the field or deployed to Afghanistan or wherever, not anymore. But you know what I mean? Just, you know, they're always gone. So the women or the men, whoever it is, are back here playing. You know, I I, I thought it was crazy for you to take somebody's husband or wife away for 18 months and let them come visit once in between those 18 months and you know everybody um ain't able to you know wait 18 months for some sex i mean and, and you marry okay um uh, no okay so a lot of women didn't and a lot of men who were here back waiting on their wives or whatever didn't. And then a lot of the military, when they were over there, they were sleeping together. I mean, so it is a culture. It is a culture. And I'm not saying, y'all, I'm not bashing my military people. Uh, I'm not saying that. But it is the culture because you can't tell me that you could take somebody away from their spouse or what have you for 18 months and they not feel something. Now, unless you know your brain is just turned off from sex and you just, you know, not aroused or something, I don't know. There may be. But I'm going to tell you something. That is a recipe for disaster. That is a recipe for adultery. Okay? It's a recipe for adultery. You can, You can't put it any other way. So what I'm saying to you, aside from if you're married, be faithful to your husband or wife, try to get it together. You know, um, you, you, I think women especially try to get married too fast because they just want a man. 
and they want a permanent man. But when you do that, sometimes you don't get a permanent man. What you get is a temporary man who wants you, you, and you, and your cousin, your sister, and your friend too. Okay. And so you don't, you don't get that man that I'm gonna be with for the rest of my life. You get that disrespectful, sometimes abusive, um, and a man who is going to be out in the street sleeping around with other women and you don't know if he's using protection every time or not. So I say all of this to you because I have so many single friends who've never been married and, and some of them have wanted to get, to get married. Some of them have wanted children and because they weren't married, they didn't, you know, have any kids. But at the end of the day, which that's a whole nother story right there with the, you know, the children and, you know, the baby daddies and, and, and the daddies that have 10 baby mamas type thing. Lord help us all. But I'm just saying, I'm not judging anybody because I'm not the judge or the jury. And I tell people all the time when you're in a relationship or when you're just in life, you know, like me with my mini skirts. Okay. Let's, let's, let's take that for instance. You know, I am a child of God. I am a Christian woman. I am in the ministry. So of course I am not going to go out in public with a mini skirt on or, you know, a low cut top or whatever, you know, whatever around the house, you know, yeah. If I'm just lounging around the house, but I remember my mom saying to me when I was in um, high school, she said, now, you need to always wear your dresses long. And if you're going to wear, you know, like at your knee. And if you're going to wear something tight, make sure it's long. So, like, if you're going to wear a tight dress, make sure it's down to your ankles, basically. As you trying to tell me. And I was like, okay. And, you know, and I get, I get what she's saying. My mom has always been conservative. When I look at her pictures back when she was younger... Um, she's with that long dress down her knees (laughs) and my aunt Jennifer is with her little short, cute little shorts, whatever, short shorts and, um, not short, 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 but you know, she was a little less conservative than my mom. So, you know, to each his own, what you have on, it does not determine who you are. Cause I promise you, there's some people who wear them skirts and dresses down to their ankles and they having babies out of wedlock and screwing people, husbands and stuff left and right. Okay. So the length of your dress does not determine who you are. Oh, oh, oh. I will say that again. The length of your dress skirt outfit or your outfit period does not determine who you are and if you know god and if you love god just because you dress like that doesn't mean that you're not a hoe okay let's just be real here that you're not sleeping with this one this one this one and this one okay so stop judging people and that's the other thing i can't stand why are you judging people about what they have on because like I said, some of y'all are fully clothed and are fully hoes. Okay? <laughs> Child, I'm about to tell my aunt Annie May to talk about that today. But, um, yeah, you you know, you stop judging people. And, that, and that's so irritating. And stop telling other people what they need to do. I'm talking to you ladies because I've been here, done that. And I'm trying to give you some advice. I'm not telling you what to do. But this is the advice that I give to you based on what I've been through. I'm not quoting scriptures or anything right now because this is just common sense stuff to me. Um, but it wasn't common sense back then. 
Okay, you know, you live and you learn. And I'm going to tell you another thing. Your mind is a terrible thing to waste. If you, y'all, this music, okay. I have to turn the channel like four or five times just from going to my house to McDonald's, which is not that far. Um, and uh, the music and, and I know back then we had sexual healing, Teddy Pendergrass and Barry White and all of them, you know, you know, we had a few things, but now it's saturated. The dag on radio is saturated with sex and, and what I'll do to you and, you know, uh, you know, just whatever, you know, and and like I said, we had a few of those back in the day, but now it ain't a few. It's a lot. It's too much. You know, it's just sex everywhere. So we are breeding a generation of young people who don't understand the value of keeping your legs closed or waiting till you get married or whatever. Now, I, you know, now I'm not going to sit here and lie. I, my dad was a minister. My mom was ultra conservative. But I still did things that I know that they taught, taught me not to do. But my thing is, I always knew how to go back. Now, if you've been taught right, then you may stray a little bit, but you know how to go back to what's right. But if you've never been taught how you should act as a young lady, or if you've never been taught, you know, how you should be treated, how you, sh- you know, shouldn't allow men to disrespect you and this, that, no, because that's what my mom taught me. And she stayed with my dad for 50 something years, but she, my dad knew my mama, she may be meek and mild, honey, but you know what? Her, her thing would be pick up my, her keys and walk out the door. Then that was my mama. She ain't gonna argue with you. She ain't gonna have too much to say to you. She will take her keys and walk, what? Out the door. Okay. She always came back, but I'm just saying. Or at the end of the day, um, you have to have respect for yourself and you have to demand. And I say demand because you have to demand that your partner respects you the way you want to be respected. Now, if you don't mind being disrespected, if you don't mind being one or four or two or three, then, you know, do you. That's you. I'm not going to be one of four, two, or three. I'm going to be the main one and the only one, or I won't be the one. Okay? I'm just not into all that. But, you know, to each his own, it's your life. You're the one that have to, you know, stand on judgment day and give an, an account. And and the Lord is the one who will decide, you know, what your life is and what you've done. Not me. Not me. And and, and I, I can tell you what thus saith the Lord, but you're the one that's going to have to apply whatever it is that thus saith the Lord, if that's what you choose to do. And if you don't understand, there will be negative consequences, but that will be your decision to take the negative consequences or not. All right, I'm going to take a break and come back. Be back in a minute, y'all. Bye, 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 bye.